Dayton. I'll do. I'll do. I'll do. I'll do. What are we doing? We're we doing another thing of Hammerdale again. What? No, so it's a proper Yorkshire welcome in the morning, isn't it? You know, when I was a lad, that's how people used to greet themselves up in Yorkshire. I'll do. I'll do. Uh, How's the bin? How's the bin? I always remember um, uh, Fred Truman doing that uh, game show. It was a, a pub games. You remember that? Oh, yeah, he had his pipe and everything, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and then before he went for a break, he would just look at the camera. Right then, we're coming up. We've got the, the final of the cribbage, but I'll see the... I'll see that. I thought I thought that was only on Yorkshire television, but they must have got it across ITV. I didn't realise that. Oh yeah, yeah, we we got it in Scotland. Uh, you know, it was uh, when you know, and and we would watch that for half an hour. Uh, Fred, how did Trim- that work? How did that work in Scotland? You know, thick Yorkshire <laughs> in Edinburgh. <laughs> yes. Oh, Glasgow I, in Glasgow. Glasgow would be all right with it. Edinburgh would struggle. Say, I say. Um, <laughs> Because Edinburgh's a bit posh. I so, said, oh, 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 we got a chap on from Yorkshire. What's he doing? He's, what's he doing? It's pub games. Oh, my goodness. Cribbage. Crib, it was cribbage. And um, what was those, uh, the little, uh, oh, the, you, got a, you got a thing in a rope and it would swing um, and hit uh, hit some of the uh, pins or whatever. And it was, I don't know. I don't uh, know. There's some rubbish TV on when we were kids, weren't there? Rubbish TV. Hey, God, Benny. Hey. But we were happy. Uh, you know, we were happy. Them three, them, three, them three men that used to sit there, Fred Dynage and oh, that yeah. yes. stuff. I used to like that, but looking back, it was a bit rubbish. It was just a grey haired fellow and a grey bearded fellow with another pipe. Yes. You know, pipe, pipes have gone off TV, haven't they? They've completely disappeared from modern TV, the pipe. I would like to have a pipe. Uh, now that I'm into my 60s, I'd quite like to have the pipe because um, it would just give me a wee bit of gravitas. Uh, mm. And I think, well, you know, for you, uh, you'd have probably have bubbles popping out it as well. You'd probably blow it. Well, I, I think I probably. I, I, I quite like a. I quite like the look of Bing Crosby. You know, when he had his. Pipe, oh. You know, he always looked cool with the pipe, I thought. I'm just going to write that down. Bing Crosby impression. What have you got in your head today? Well, I'll tell you something that stuck with me. Last night I was a bit bored and I stuck on Netflix and was scrolling through and I saw a new Paul Gascoigne documentary and... I started watching it and it brought back so many memories because he, he, in my mind, I watched every game at Euro 96. We got tickets and everything. We did all that. And I've seen him play about 10 times in the flesh. And he is the best footballer I have ever, ever seen in my life. He could do things nobody else could, um, including Beckham's and Rooney's and all these people. But he just made, he looked otherworldly. Do you know what I mean? When you watch people and you think, wow, I'm just a human. But I'm just a boy talking I would, to a man. Uh, yeah. I, I would argue I, I think Kenny Douglas was the greatest player I ever saw live. You know, that was the yeah, mm. he, he was a great he, he was just a great he just a great player. But um, but what about other realms of uh, people who are otherworldly? Um see I, I've said many times I would love to have seen what Kenny Everett did with uh, phone in talking talk radio. I'd love to see what he would do with that now. Yeah, because he was on a different plane when it came to radio in the seventies and eighties. Because he got sacked quite a bit as well, didn't he, for for being yeah. good? And uh, yeah, but he, the stuff the stuff he could do, the voices, the impressions. Yeah, you imagine him on a phone in, you know. Yeah. About, 
about some of the stuff we talk about every day. You know, that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Brilliant. It would, it, it'd just be fantastic. And, you know, people like uh, uh, Eric Morecambe, and I always felt uh, Eric Morecambe, uh, I, I can't tell you the excitement I used to get when I knew the Morecambe Wise show was on. I just, yeah. I just, and it lived with me my, my whole life. Yeah, I, quite, I, I won't argue with you too much about Gascoigne, but, you know, you know he's, uh, and bless him. So is that a brand new documentary then? Yeah, it is, and it's really good, actually. It's well, it's well worth a watch if you're bored. And, and, you know, there's a lot of highlights in it, a lot of great goals, a lot of, you know, a lot of stories I've not heard before about him doing silly things on the training ground. He, <laughs> he tells one story where he put a cone on the top of a truck he'd borrowed, and he got one of the ground staff to go on top of the truck and get the cone, and he jumped in, whizzed <laughs> off with the guy on top of the van, holding, still holding on to the ladders, and went round, round the roundabout and come back and then parked it up as just as Terry Venables walked out for training. You know, it was brilliant. Um, some great stories on there, great stories. Coming up on the show, oh, wait a minute, I've got some coming up music as well. Oh, some incidental music. Yeah, so I, like I thought we could do incidental music just to kind of get us uh, coming up on uh, The Antidote. Coming up on the un yeah. Wow. Wow. Just a little thing I knocked out last night, mate, on the uh, the old uh, guitar. Got the old uh, Strat out. The Strat, uh, not the Strat. The um, um, what's the other guitar? Yeah. The, the other one. The Fender, Fender Bender. The Fender Bender. I got that out last night. So uh, coming up, uh, we've got it the result. Sounds, it, sounds, it sounds a little bit like a 70s porn film. So if you are just tuning in and that's where you got to, we're not. I've never listened. I've never watched a 70s porn film. It, it, yeah, I don't like to see elderly people get involved in that sort of stuff. <laughs> no. Uh, so we've got, we've got, we've got, we've got blankety blank. <laughs> Uh, yes. A result from yesterday. Uh, people like Nick Elks and, and uh, Phil Fandangle uh, got in touch. And I've brought it back because somebody suggested it'd be a good idea for the listeners to leave their message, their answer to the competition on the message thing. So uh, yeah. we've got the one second song is back. That thing you nicked from somebody else is back. Nothing, nothing is stealing, nothing is new. It's just the way you repackage it. That's simply that. Um, so we've got that coming up. Now, Paul, can I talk about uh, this committee called SAGE? It's Sage. A, yeah, it's a government committee. Um, it's a scientific advisory group for emergencies, and they refer to it very often in the briefings. And, and I can't wait for the day they do the briefings and briefs. So that would uh, be a great day. But um, uh, this, so I realised, Paul, that sage, of course, is, is a culinary herb. Uh, so I did a yes. bit of investigation, and I've realised there's other herbs being used for government committees. Is there? Yeah, I don't know. And I've just, if, if you've got time, I'll just go through a couple with them. Yeah, uh, if you could, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I've got cumin, uh, C U M I N. Um, mm -hmm. uh, this is one that's kind of a backhander. It's uh, casually undermining ministers in newspapers. That's a committee that does that. <laughs> it leaks All stuff. Right. Okay. Um, uh, Mint uh, is there as well. Make it nearly transparent. That's a committee. <laughs> That makes it look like everything is transparent, but it's not. It's, right. it's nearly transparent. Do they, do, they, do they do the PPE briefing? I think they do, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah, I thought they did. I've also got Dill. Did I lie legally? 
that, that's, that's a nice one. And uh, yeah, Tony Tony Blaze to use that one, didn't he? Yeah, uh, and of course Basil uh, or Basil in the same America. Uh, Basil uh, uh, bashing all scientists into line. That's a, that's a committee that when scientists start to think that they've got the upper hand, they get bashed into line. <laughs> Uh, so that's yeah. just some of the uh, the culinary herbs that are being used for committees. So I thought it was really quite clever of them to do that. Well, it's, and it's very informative of you. It's it's almost like you're back at the BBC there, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. informing, educating, and entertaining. Absolutely, is, is yes. Uh, yeah, mm. I, 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 you never lose that. You never lose that that need to, to go there. Um. So what what else is up your um strata? <laughs> well, I, I'm feeling a bit sorry for a certain section of society today, Ronnie, if, if that's all right. Just a, a, a feeling oh, a bit for, for okay. a certain amount. You know, because I, I, I wonder how people who are having affairs are getting on during this lockdown, because it must be really tough for them to keep their relationships going. Oh, you know, yeah. keep them. You know, how, how are they keeping that second phone a secret? And, the, you know, there's, there's no surreptitious meetings in dodgy hotels anymore, is there? No, there's no daytime coffee somewhere away from where they live. How are they managing to keep those extracurricular relationships alive, Ronnie? That's, that's, that worry, it's worrying me for all those people out there. Well, it's very interesting that you know these different things that people do when they're having affairs. The second phone thing, mm. the, mm. Co the coffee thing. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Any of us that have remained uh, celibate, I mean married, um, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> then we, well, this is an alien world to us, but clearly you, you know stuff here. Well, I, I, I read about it, obviously, but I, I, I just wonder, is there, there's a lack of loving going on at the minute because, you know, <laughs> Tinder, Tinder, this is, no, this is no sorry, but this is saying an awful lot of what's going to happen in your renovated barn. <laughs> if your missus hears this, she's going, "What was that about a, a lack of love?" And what do you mean? Well, I'm speaking in general terms. <laughs> the, the, the swipe right generation, you know, the Tinder yes. apps and all that—they were—they're into that big time. Well, they can't do it anymore, can they? There's a lack of loving going on, Ronnie. Yeah, so I wonder how. Put, People are getting through this difficult time. Well, you know, I'm still on Grinder yet. Uh, I, I I haven't really tied up with any, but I, I still I still do the swipey thing on Grinder. Uh, and do it's, you? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Mind you, it's all blokes that are on there. Um, yeah, yeah, for some reason, but I, I but I'm, I'm going to carry. I, I think maybe the the women haven't caught up with Grinder yet, so uh, you know maybe that will happen, and and I'll be in like Flynn when that happens. Don't you worry, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, just spare a thought today if you could, kids, for everybody who's struggling to keep their affair alive. You know, it's a funny thing when you do that because mm. we've got a fair amount of listeners now. Um, there may just be a chance that somebody is having an affair who listens to it and they're just going to they're just going to go flushed aren't they going what what yeah they get really embarrassed but on their own so <laughs> <laughs> um now we're talking about certain sections of the society paul i'm now very concerned that uh, we may have to wear masks uh when we when lockdown uh, goes out uh, when we can find them uh, when lockdown yeah. finishes and i'm not really happy with the equalization that will happen as you know paul well, what do you what do you mean by that? What do well, you mean? Um, I'm a good looking man. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a. Well, I wouldn't get you out of bed. Whoa, you are weird today. <laughs> you didn't sleep last night, didn't you? I did not sleep last wow. night. No, I did not. You wouldn't kick me out of bed. Wow. Well, you know, if I was, you know. Okay. Wow. <laughs> this has gone somewhere. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> you'd be a, if I did kick you out, I'd put you in a little cot by the side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm concerned. The good-looking people uh, that will be will will all go behind masks. So the the people that are maybe not as good-looking as us. Oh yeah, they'll be equalised. We won't know who's really good-looking behind the mask. Oh yeah, they're going to get an ugly uplift, aren't they? Yeah, they, so get. it's unfair. It's again, and I've said this before, Paul. Uh, good-looking people get a bad rap in this country. You know, we go, oh yeah, he's a good-looking. I get that all the time. And now these yeah. masks, everybody's going to look the same with the masks on, and I'm not well, happy. I want well, some. Yeah, perhaps people who are ugly behind the mask, they have a little flag on their head or something like that, do you think? A little flag? Um, that, that, well, maybe a, a, yeah, that, you know. or why can't we have a, a, something um, like a, a sign, a hat, that when I'm actually quite good looking, all right? And you only get those, so we don't segregate too much, but at least uh, people then go, if you took that mask off, that guy's a hunk. That that yeah. woman's beautiful. All right, so I'm just I'm concerned about the people uh, that like uh, I, I you know I, I've been as I said before I don't want to be again victimised uh, after lockdown. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and, and the, the same on the on the planes. Cause I saw something this morning saying that you know going forward they may have to put hoods on the airline seats so they come over the top a bit like an old fashioned. Uh, hair dryer in the hairdressers, you remember those? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we used to go over people's heads yes. like an alien. Well, we might have to do that on a plane as well. So you have to sit there, you know, with a hood around your head, you know, whilst you're trying to tuck into mm. your airline meal underneath the plastic. You know, it's going to be tough. I don't want tough. that in my first class, because well, I will travel first class. Um, so, I, no, that won't be happy. There, there will be somebody probably um, keep some kind of a floaty thing or, or even, uh, you know, There'll be a, a, one of the stewards will look after you know, and put a mask and hold a mask in front of us. It'll be something like that for the first class. I, I, I'm not a big, you know, I know why we're having to wear masks at the minute, but I'm not a big fan of them because I don't, I, essentially, I don't trust people in masks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, good point. Good point. Then, yeah. Why, why are you hiding your real identity? You know, what, what are you going to hide? I don't care. You claim to be a superhero, do you, you're Batman? But yeah. actually, you're a trou troubled individual who lives in a cage. You know, in a cave. To you be know, fair, so I, you know, I don't think Batman's going to come out of this very good after this. <laughs> I, I, don't, I think, I think he's going to be susceptible to the virus. Yeah, he's got... Wow. Um, but talking of masks and superheroes, the mask that yeah. used to puzzle me as a wee boy was the mask of Zorro. You know, the guy, yeah. he was at, like he was, he was sword fighty. But it was just... <laughs> it, yeah, great sound. Uh, but, but it was just over his eyes. Well, you could tell. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you could, you know, you could just say, well, "Take that off, will you, mate? I know it's you." <laughs> well, he was the only English-speaking person in the Spanish bit of Mexico where he lived as well. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes, <laughs> he, he was. No. So that would have given that would have given him. Who speaks English? Oh, it's him. <laughs> uh, Zorro. No, no, he's got he's got a mask over his eyes. No, no it's Zorro. I, I know he's all, he's the only one that speaks English. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like Clark Kent. I mean, those glasses. Yeah. Nobody are they? Come and, on, you know. Oh, and then Cat and Catwoman, right? Mm. She was another one as well. You think, yeah, uh, bats and cats don't really get on. But Catwoman, you know, she, the one that used to get me away uh, was um, Wonder Woman. She never wore a mask, thank God. Uh, you know, she uh, she had she had her own assets. Um, uh, yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, she and, could turn and around just, and, and used... change. 
The spin, the spin was oh, amazing. Oh, but, I love the spin. But again, you know, these people all had issues. This is what gets me with these superheroes. They were all troubled individuals for one reason or another and hiding behind a mask. Never trust a person in a mask. Um, obviously, during the pandemic, that's fine. Yes. But, you know, once we get through it, you know, be questioning of people in masks. That's that's what I would do. I, I like now, do you, that. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, do, you remember, um, on. do you remember earlier in the week I was campaigning for a, a song for us all to dance and sing uh, to lift the mood once a week on a Friday night? Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Do you remember what the song was? Uh, YMCA. It was YMCA. And I, I'm going to play you something now because Chris Cullum has sent me this and it follows on from our Tim Whistleman yesterday. Okay. So have a listen to this. This could be Friday night's version of YMCA. Have a listen. Hopefully it's going to play. Can you hear that? Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Who's coming? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Young man. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's been about the tin whistle. I think he's been inspired, and in fact, I like that, Chris. Thank you very much for doing it. I think we should ask other listeners that as well to maybe yeah. do their version on any instrument whatsoever. Tomorrow, I'm going to get my harmonica out. Uh, Is that a euphemism? No, no, I've got a harmonica, uh, and I'm going to I'm going to try and play along to a Stevie Wonder song with my harmonica, and maybe people could message us with their um, their versions of songs. Would be a lovely idea, Paul. That would be great. And the tin whistle's a great instrument, isn't it? It is comedy comedy gold. It's yes. a bit like the... What, what's the little thing they used to use at... Um, oh, what's it called? The, oh, the kazoo. The kazoo. You can play anything on a kazoo, can't you? Johnny D's very good at that. I um, I always think comedy instruments... I, Harold and Neighbours, when he used to have the tuba... Uh, you know, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's something about a tube and there's something about seeing somebody carrying a double bass around on the tube as well because some of them wear it in their back don't they they're like a it's like a well, a backpack with an instrument sticking out like an aerial yeah and I, I always think when I see that I, it always reminds me of, you know of crooks I always think somebody's you know killed somebody and stuffed them in there I don't know why just the All way right. my brain works wow you now listen. You, you are showing what? a lot of your stuff today, mate. You're not it's enough. Love, you're not enough loving. How to have an affair with Paul Stainton? Not with Paul Stainton, <laughs> but that's his uh, next biography title. And then stuffing bodies in uh, musical instrument cases. What a podcast today! I think I watched too many films as a kid. I think that's what it is. Now listen, I, 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 I'm calling today, if that's all right, for an urgent update. If that's all right, an oh. urgent update to the Ten Commandments because. I, I, I had a look through this morning, and I wrote, they're not fit for 21st century life, Ronnie. Oh, you want to rewrite the Ten Commandments that were me the message from God to Moses, mm. who, mm. who uh, by the way, he actually carved them into stone. Uh, so it, it's not as if it was a kind of a scribbled attempt, Paul. No, no, I know, I know we put a lot of work in. While yeah, was so out that, you want to update bush. The, mm. one of the fundamental pillars of the Bible. Well, it's been a while, hasn't it? Even the driving test has been updated since Moses are putting out his burning bush. You know, so I, I, th I think, you know, looking down them, there's a few we need to add. You know, thou shalt keep four goats distance apart at all times. That that needs to go in. That's nice. There's nothing about, 
There's nothing about social distancing in there at all. Mm-hmm. Um, thou shalt not meeteth with others at the Red Sea. Meeteth, you know, meeteth. No, 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 you can't go to the beach. That's nice. I like these, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and thou shalt not cover thy neighbour's toilet rolls. They're just some <laughs> that, I, that, I, that I think ought to be added. You know, it's not a big thing. If, some, if we've got a stone carver listening to the show, we can get it sorted out. And if anybody's got a burning bush, you can get cream for that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you what? You've got to stop sleeping because you are funnier when you're tired. That is. Am I? Oh, okay. yeah, actually, good. to be fair, I quite like those, Paul, and I think the updated commandments, that's, I'm definitely going to put that in the plug uh, for uh, the show. So, yeah. updated commandments. Remember, um, who was it? Uh, remember, there was a big faux pas uh, Ed Miliband did in the election. Remember when he was standing and uh, they did that thing, it was carved in stone. Um, oh, yeah. yeah I yeah. can't remember. It, what, what, and it fell over, didn't it? Yes. It fell over. It, so, uh, the headline was Stone Dead. And that was. Uh, that was a brilliant uh, bit of PR there from his team. Well done, guys. Still to come. Oh, hang on. Uh, um, Still to come. With, with you. Yeah, hang on. I'll try another bit. Where's the poor music? Where's the poor music? How, how about... Okay, hang on. I'll be with you in a sec. When you get to your age, it takes a while, doesn't it? What do you think? Is that all right? Definitely pornographic, mate. Still to come on the podcast, the Antidote podcast, um, uh, the second song, uh, second song, second, one second song. (laughs) You'd have been great doing that every day on the radio, wouldn't you? You'd have been brilliant. Um, Yeah, we'll get the one second song competition for you to uh, go at listeners. Uh, Paul might get it. And uh, we've got a top prize today, which I'll tell you now. But now, yesterday, Paul, we did play Blankety Blank, uh, which was nicked, was nicked from me um, from when I launched Plinkety Plunk. Yesterday, yes. it was it was Horse Blank. Uh, yes. Nick Elks emailed Ronnie at Effie Productions. He went, Horse Shit. I said, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> uh, horse Play, Horse Trader, Horse Chestnut. No, it's none of those. Horse Micro. It was actually Horse Voice. You know, when you're... you're really? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I would have gone horse, horse whisperer. But, no, yeah. no, it was horse voice when your your voice is very hoarse. Uh, so yeah, uh, but... hard, hard luck, everybody, for uh, for uh, having a go at that one. Uh, well, Did hop... nobody win? Did nobody win? No, nobody got horse voice at all. Uh, no, nobody, no. you know, I, I don't know why. They all went horse playing things. I thought, oh, it's horse voice when you're, you're a bit throaty someday. So um, I'm sorry that, uh, but at least everybody tried, Paul. That's the biggest thing for me. Well, you can't beat a trier. Uh, time now for um, the thing we call the one-second uh, song competition, uh, posting to Nick from somebody else. Uh, Borrowed and repackaged, yes. Now, what I've done, I've taken one song, uh, one second, and re- and sort of linked it to the other one, so it kind of got, sounds like more than one, okay? Okay. And today's prize is a three-day loan of Mick Jagger's libido. Oh. oh. Can you... Is yeah. it a big libido? Can yeah. you swim in it? Yeah, yeah, it's massive. Uh, oh, that's a lead. That's a lead. Sorry, I'm getting them mixed up. Yeah, no, no, oh. yeah, but it's, it, you can have a three-day loan, and, and that's for everybody, men and women. So here we go. Wow. Uh, it's time now to play. Um, know, I've got to get this thing sorted out as well because it will go into the next tune on the iTunes thing as well. So mm. okay, time to play, everybody. Um, uh, one <laughs> second, one song, one second song competition. Is that right? Yeah. Here we go. Eventually. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> Did you oh. Get... ah, you know it, don't you? It's a. Yeah, I do. You... Mm. Do you know what it is? 
I think I do, but I can't say it, can I? Cause no, I you can't, because you, you don't want the libido, do you? Uh, let's hear it again, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Billy Joel kicked in there. It's not Billy Joel, everybody. That's you have a lot of Billy Joel on there, don't you? Every time we kick into something else, it's Billy Joel. I think I think you're stalking him or something. I like you? Billy Joel. Uh, but last time, here we go then, listeners. Uh, last time, can you tell us the one second song? The one second song. Uh, email Ronnie at Effie Productions. Leave a message on the message thingy on uh, Anchor. Uh, you can do that one and see who uh, is in to win uh, a three-day loan of Mick Jagger's libido. So, oh, <laughs> very exciting. Uh, um, now, uh, let's get some massages up our way as well, Paul, if that's all right with you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Cullum sent a message yesterday, which I wouldn't be quite sure about. <clears throat> Here we go. Good afternoon, Ronnie and DJ Silly Paul. Anyway, it's Chris <laughs> from Cambridge. I've just noticed that Ronnie's posted a message about New material he needs. Was he starting up a sewing club? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Chris, I think we need to maybe uh, maybe get some help for Chris, okay? We need to get... Well, I think Chris, Chris is running out of medication fast, and yeah. I think that's been proven. So if anybody can help him, uh, if we've got any doctors in the house, any doctors in the house, please, uh, contact us and we'll put you in touch with Chris, who is in need of professional help, in my opinion. Uh, and you know who, you know, what's her name? Sally from Penny Keen or whatever. Beautiful Sally, yes. Yeah. Here she she left a message as usual. Morning, Paul. Morning, gorgeous Ronnie. Mm. Thought I would be nice to you today because I do feel sorry for you. So I'm going to ask Alexa to say something nice about you for a change. Mm -hmm. Alexa, say something nice about Ronnie Barber. I can't think of anything nice to say about Ronnie Barber, but do you know he keeps a haggis in his garden? Oh, what about Paul Stainton then? Paul Stainton is Prince Charming personified. He is wonderful and I love him so much. <laughs> well, Alexa, they're playing a game called Blankety Blank. You have to put a word with this one. It's horse. So what do you think it is? Horse? Horse shite. No, I think that's a bit rude, Alexa. Um, can I just say, Ronnie and Paul, Alan on the tin whistle, brilliant, brilliant. Can you ask him, does he do requests? Because it's my cousin's birthday on Friday. Thank you. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> How does she get Alexa to say that? I song? don't know. It, I've been trying to get it myself, but I can't get Alexa to say stuff that she gets to say. Um, so, right, then, I'll play... Uh, so, uh, well done. You can leave a message on the Anchor FM uh, <laughs> message thing. Paul, time... Uh, hang on. Yeah. Uh, let's <clears throat> give you some transition music. Uh, uh, what we'll do, though? Here we go, then. Uh, uh, this one. Uh, new listeners. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, a, bo a bongo. Oh. <laughs> Bongo, bongo, the duke, the congo, we could have Break. Anyway, uh, new listeners, let's go first of all, Paul. Uh, you know, to tap into your extensive world knowledge of places, <clears throat> because of, because of that, that great career you had in uh, broadcasting, uh, mm -hmm. Greensboro, North Carolina, Carolina. Oh, North Carolina, beautiful. Greensboro. They've got beautiful golf courses around there as well. I went to cover a bit of golf up there. But uh, Greensboro in particular, you know, was, uh, 
He's a beautiful part of uh, North Carolina. And of course, it was it was a huge part of the Confederacy during the American Ooh, Civil War. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lots of battles around there, lots of battles. And of course, it, you know, because it was down south in uh, in in America, um, there was a lot going on between blacks and whites, you know, and the, yes. the racist stuff. Yeah. You know. and, and you remember Greensboro in, in 1960, it, it's where four black college students sat down at that all-white Woolworths lunch counter. Yes. You believe, do you remember? Oh, remember? right, good. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Well, those stools are still there, even though Woolworths is gone. The stools are still there. So if you go to Greensboro, go and see the lunch stools where those uh, those four kids sat down in protest at uh, segregation. Yeah, so well, that, that's well, very, very historic. Thank you, Paul. Very historical. That's yeah. nice. Let's go to Texas now and San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, <laughs> Up in yeah, the loft uh, where the dark lamp flickers. I lost my heart and you lost your parasol. It's the uh, the seventh most popular city in the United States, San Antonio. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and yes. what else do we know about San Antonio uh, that you know? Well, it, it was named um, by a 1691 Spanish expedition for St. Anthony of Padua, whose feast there, of course, as you know, is on June the 13th. And the city's got five 18th century Spanish frontier missions, including, of course... The Alamo. Oh, of course, one, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, ah, right. Oh, that's where, the, that's where the Alamo was then? That's where the Alamo was, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, all those years ago. Um, was that sitting Bighorn? If you like, yeah. Who, who was it? I can't remember. Anyway, um, talking of sitting Bighorn, we would like to go back to England and sitting born. Uh, Paul. Sitting born in Kent, of course. Is it? Ah, oh, right. Place. Yes. Um, yes, yes. Uh, have you it's travelled the through there? Kent, you know, yeah, yeah, you see the swale of Kent, south-east England. You know, I, I went there and I went to cover some more golf at Sandwich on the coast there, you know. Right. But, uh, the, the, the town, it, it, it's, a, it's an ancient British trackway used by the Romans and the Anglo-Saxons next to Swale, the Roman Watling Street. It's just there. It's a strip of sea separating mainland Kent from the Isle of Sheppey. Lovely down there. You can get them some nice eels as well, some nice jelly deals if you're good. I've never tried a jelly deal. Have you tried it? When you've been, you obviously have to eat uh, culinary stuff wherever you go to keep the peace with the locals. Have you tried the jelly deal? I once had some in Canby Island when I went to film um, this athlete who lived down there. Bloody awful. All right, not not nice. Mm. Okay, well that's no, it's disgusting stuff. That's the recommendation then from from Mr. Stainton. Well, that's the last. Yeah. I, I've got more new listeners as well, but I see where we're getting close to time. Just to say, Paul, we're going to do a special one on Sunday. Uh, a podcast is supporting uh, Arthur Wright Hospice, uh, one of my uh, charities I look I like to support. Um, we're going to do twenty six minute hot podcast because it's the theme is two point six, or you can do twenty six. So we're going to yeah. do twenty six minutes exactly of podcast broadcast. Um, How are we going to do that? We're going to have to have some sort of bong or something that goes off, you know, 10 seconds before, aren't we, if we're going exactly 26. Should you we want, get a bong? You want a bong? Well, why not? You, do, you, do you use the bong on a regular basis, Paul? Oh, I like a bong. It keeps me in check. Yeah? I'm yeah. on time. Mm. Does, yeah, your, yeah, wife, does yeah. your wife like a bong too? Yeah, we have a bong together sometimes. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and don't forget, you can play this as well to win a, a three-day loan of Mick Jagger's libido. Can you tell us what that song is on the one second song compilation compilation thingy or competition? 
<laughs> messages on the app. Get in touch. Yeah, message on the app and and do some music versions. Your own. Get, get an instrument and just busk with a song uh, and uh, keep us going. Um, but that's it for us, uh, Paul. Uh, I think we're more or less done here. It's thirty-one minutes now. I think people are uh, probably dropping off to sleep now. I think. The, the, um, so I've got Bing Pro Bing Crosby um, impression. Um, yeah, Bing Crosby's pipe. Updated commandments. We've got that one as well. The ugly uplift. Uh, yeah, the yeah the ugly uplift. Yeah, ugly uplift. Yeah, uplift. And what else have we got? Uh, we could uh, maybe put in there as well. Um, uh, well, well, well. That that'll be enough. We can talk about it when we we finish. Let's talk about it after because I think this is more is a bit boring. What do you mean? You think the rest of it's okay then? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have the last word. Go on. Nickers, knackers, knockers. <laughs>